Tackling your business's finance to-dos can be daunting enough without being slowed down by QuickBooks. More like slow books. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite right now. That's NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This is the Marketing to Millionaires podcast, episode number 24. Welcome to the Marketing to Millionaires podcast. I am your host, Kelly O'Neill. In this ever-changing economy, marketing premium services to premium clients who can afford your services is a key strategy in recession-proofing your business and thriving through uncertain times. Each week, join me to learn the best practices in marketing to this discerning audience, as well as enjoying insightful and candid interviews with millionaires, as well as the most brilliant business minds who have mastered the art of marketing to affluent clientele. Let's get started on this week's episode. Hey everyone, it's Kelly O'Neill and welcome back to another episode of the Marketing to Millionaires podcast. For the next several weeks, we are going to be running a very special series where I'm going to open the doors to private conversations that I have had with my Marketing to Millionaires strategic partners during our expert summit. This summit is no longer available publicly. However, we are going to be sharing the episode tidbits with you here, and we're going to be giving you an opportunity at the end of the episode to come and join us in the Marketing to Millionaire Success Circle, where you can actually gain access to the tens of thousands of dollars of bonuses that they are offering to you. So this is a series that you do not want to miss. So make sure that you've got something to write with because you are going to be flooded with juicy information. All right, let's dive in. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Marketing to Millionaires Expert Summit. And today I am joined by my partner, Brielle Cotterman, who is the go-to PR queen in this space. Welcome, Brielle. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. I'm so happy to be here. I am so happy to have you here. So you guys know, if you, if you, if you followed me for any amount of time, you, you know that my background is actually in PR. So uh, I am very discerning about the experts that I choose to work with this in, in this arena because this literally was my life for the first 15 years of what I did. And I searched high and low for a strategic partner that not only understood PR, but understood utilizing it for the types of clients that I work with specifically to create profitability in your business. And that is why I chose Brielle. So Brielle, tell me a little bit about your background. So Kelly, I appreciate, you know, and, and it's just, it's an honor to work with you and I appreciate um, the introduction. So before, you know, I've been doing PR for like a decade now and, but, and, but prior to that, I was uh, a sales and marketing expert. I, I was kind of a, I was a rock star in that field for quite some time. And so when I went into the traditional PR agency, um, I handled everything kind of as a case study, if you will, because as I was watching these clients come in, you know, when you get a client that comes into the PR world and you look at them on paper and you're like, oh my gosh, this is, they're going to be a rock star. 
And I had people who would skyrocket to success. And then I had people who I thought were equally as qualified who would just kind of plateau. So I started to recognize the trends. And as a sales marketing person, I wanted to know why. And the reason why was because the people who were skyrocketing to success they were the ones who were able to share their story and create connections with their ideal clients and with those prospects. Mm -hmm. And so when I went out on my own, I decided I was going to kind of scrap the traditional PR firm structure because there were a lot of things about it that I felt like didn't serve the client. True. Um, a lot of people leaving PR contracts upset or disappointed because they were looking for that ROI, not just on their time, but also on their money. And what was happening was at the end of the day, even though people were getting publicity opportunities, they weren't seeing that result that they were hoping for, you know, that massive growth in their audience and, and really looking to make a difference in their sales and in their bottom line. And so we kind of scrapped that whole idea and we created what looks a little bit more like an executive level finishing school that takes people from start to finish, getting the publicity all the way to turning that publicity into profit. And that's why I partnered with her, right? Does it sound <laughs> very similar to my branding philosophy of like your branding isn't about being pretty guys. It's not about having, you know, the pretty little logo and the pretty little website. It's about creating profitability. And that is exactly why I chose her as our strategic partner for this. So tell for people that are maybe newer to business and they've heard the word PR thrown around or they've heard the mm -hmm. word media relations thrown around. Can you just explain to them really quickly what that is? Yeah, so for me, publicity and PR, that's the ability to capture attention. You know, that's the ability to be really thoughtful about how your image, your reputation, and your interaction with a broader audience is handled and how that's positioned. I love it. And, and also it's really important for marketing to affluent clientele as a part of your long-term marketing strategy. Now, if you're just getting started up and you haven't quite figured out your message yet, that is not the time to go and hire a PR firm. But as you're getting further along and you're really ready to, ready to scale and you're ready to start reaching wider audiences, that is absolutely when you need to start looking at at public relations and getting media exposure. Why is that so important for marketing to affluent clientele? Absolutely, but you're absolutely you know, right on point. And when it comes to, when you're in that place in your career where you are kind of maybe at a plateau, I know a lot of people hit it like kind of mid six figures and they wanna scale up and get up over seven, or once they hit that seven and scaling to multiples. Um, what, what happens is when you are targeting that affluent client, you want to have the credibility that comes along with publicity. Mm -hmm. and, and if you think about it from a psychological perspective, because I always like to have kind of an understanding of why we think the way we do. Um, you know, basically, Kelly, when we get you featured in Forbes, I don't then have to stand and say, hey, here's Kelly, she's freaking fantastic. Forbes has already done that for you. And Correct. they can choose anybody in the whole wide world, but guess what, they chose you. So you've got automatically that credibility, You've got that third-party verification. Hey, it makes it easier for those affluent clients when they are making that decision that media sources that they know, like, and trust are choosing you. I love it. It's she absolutely correct. 
in the mark when we when we released all of the updated 2020 research for marketing to affluent clientele which is included in our marketing to Mil uh, millionaires business accelerator social proof was among the top discerner for affluent clients making buying decisions and that could look like a couple different things right that could look like testimonials from your clients that could look like a variety of things but media endorsements absolutely make a difference in helping to establish that no like and trust and they are looking they are looking absolutely so when someone is, is is starting to get into the media world you know there are things that you can do to just really grease the wheel and use it to your advantage but i see a lot of people making huge mistakes so I know there's lots of them, but what is the biggest mistake that you see people making when they're getting into the world of media? So for me, it, I, and I see it all the time too, I see a lot of different mistakes being made, but for me, the biggest mistake is being out of alignment. You know, it's just kind of like jumping at any opportunity that might come your way instead of being discerning and understanding who you are, who you're speaking to, and who that ideal client, where they are really where they really value taking in their news sources. You know, what does that media outlet look like for you? And of course, there are so many media outlets um, and, and it's really important not just to hit those big players, but also to target some of those niche and boutique opportunities where you're gonna even have a greater impact because you are going to have, you know, I have clients that get personal emails from people who read their stories and those sorts of things. So that to me is the biggest mistake. It's not, being targeted and thoughtful about who and where and how you're pursuing publicity. Right. Yeah, it's, so, it's so funny. You know how people always ask you once you've been in business forever, they, they start asking you like, what is the best piece of advice you ever got? My very first business coach was Alan Weiss. I don't know if you know who that is. He wrote Million Dollar Consultant. So when I started my business, I literally went and bought the book Million Dollar Consultant and I literally read it and I was like, okay, well now I'm starting a consulting business and I started it from this book. But then I figured out that, you know, it would probably do me a little bit of good to like be able to ask him some questions. So I hired him and I said, and the first question I asked him was, what's the best piece of advice? And he said, to be successful in business, you need to be willing to reject acceptance and accept rejection. Oh my gosh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Isn't that brilliant? Because yeah. that really is what I see a lot of people doing. They're like, they're like, um, you know, they're marketing B2B services and they get into some magazine that has nothing to do with, with business and they're, they're just throwing spaghetti against the wall. It's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. And then they're not seeing any return on that opportunity. But guess what? It's because they chose the wrong opportunity to begin with. Or and they then, maybe and then they, they make up that PR doesn't work. Exactly. And it's and it's this huge miscommunication, really. It's this misconception. And so when it comes right down to it, not only having those really thoughtful opportunities that are really chosen in a way that's extremely strategic, but then also strategically planning, marketing, using that opportunity. I mean, every single publicity opportunity is legitimately a sales funnel opportunity. 
one. I love this. I love it. All right. So let's jump, let's jump into the tips. <laughs> so what are the things that they sh- like the, your top three tips for what they should be doing to not just get me- media because she's saying this loud and clear guys. She's saying media, just having a media hit does not equate to ROI. There are more steps to it. And this, again, this is why I partnered with her because nobody else is talking about this. They're all talking about getting the hits and that doesn't do it. So what are the top three tips you have for these guys if they're looking to explore getting into the media game? Yeah, so the first and foremost, everything that we do, all of the work that my team does is based in story. Kelly, you and I both know that editors, producers, journalists, contributors, they're getting sometimes hundreds of thousands of email pitches every single month. You know, they don't have time to sit there and read that so-and-so just hit a, you know, whatever dollar marker this month. They don't care. In the real world, what they care about is story and connection. And so that is the most important piece. If you've got a great story and you want to tell something, you want to highlight something in your business or your life, and you can do it in a story setting, then you are going to gain connection, not just from your prospects, but also from the media decision makers because, hey, guess what? They're people too at the end of the day. And not only that, they're looking for content. Like the, you know, I have, I have friends that are, that, that are in media and, you know, she and I, like one of my friends was actually the news, the news desk anchor for KNTV uh, in Silicon Valley, which is, um, which is an, an uh, I believe it's an, an, I could be wrong. It's either an ABC or an NBC. It's an NBC affiliate. And she said, do you know how exhausting it is to try to come up with all of these great news news stories every single day. She's like, it's exhausting. Like if we don't have any good pitches, we have to sit around a table and think of them ourselves and then go source the information. If when people send us these great story ideas, it makes our job so easy. We're happy to feature them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and that's the truth. There are so many credible sources that are just dying for mm-hmm. expertise. They're dying for a beautiful story. And and so one of the pieces, so, you know, yeah, we want to come in with story and two, you want to prepare. I mean, that's, that's really at the end of the day that will make or break it. If you get them all excited, if you flip their skirt with a great breakthrough story that you're putting out there yeah. and they're going to want to talk to you. Okay. So then, you know, they, they reach out and they talk to you, Kelly. And then if you are fully prepared, you're going to be able to rattle off a couple quick bullet points and say, guess what? That's my segment. I want to come on the show and, and you have the savvy. You're prepared enough, not just to tell them who you are and your story, but you're savvy enough to tie it in to what it is that you're trying to accomplish in this media opportunity. And also their audience. hundred percent. Yeah. So, and that's the third uh, tip, you know. Oh, sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to blow the third tip. That's <laughs> okay. alert. That's, it's that target audience because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they are looking to grow their audience. They are looking to feed their audience and consistently nurture them just like you and I are. Yep. And so they want content that is going to suit their strategy. So being familiar with the media outlet that you are pitching or where you're getting the opportunity to be featured, watching some of their episodes, listening to some of their podcasts, reading some of their articles so that when you go in there, so one, you're, you're starting, you're leading with your story, then you know, you're being very prepared. You're coming in as a savvy business 
person. You're coming mm -hmm. in as a savvy media person um, and giving them what they need. And then the, finally, that piece, you know, how are you going to serve their audience and in turn serve yours? It, yes. And I see this a lot, especially with newer entrepreneurs or quite frankly, with unsuccessful entrepreneurs is when you make anything, whether it be pitching the media, pitching speaking opportunities, pitching prospective joint venture clients, pitching prospective, um, you know, whatever it is. If you go in there and say, you know, Hey, it's all about like, you know, like, let me tell you what I'm up to. Let me tell you what I need. Let me tell you what I want. Let me tell you about my expertise and what I'm passionate about. And I want to do, you've lost whoever you're talking to because most people are listening to things from the perspective of here's what I need. Here's what yes. I want. Here's what I, and so then two people are not even, you know, they're not even communicating. But when you flip that, which is exactly what happened when, you know, Brielle and I met because I actually met her through one of our other, my other strategic partners. That's actually how I, I met her. And it's like, tell me what you're up to. Like, what do you need in business? How can I help you? What's, what's the game for you? What are you looking to achieve this year? And then that flips the nature of the conversation. And it's the same thing with the media. You've got to 100%. understand they've got a job to do and they're being paid to fulfill a job. And quite frankly, if they don't have advertisers, they're in big trouble. So if they don't have good content, then they don't get the viewers. If they don't have the viewers, then they don't get the advertising. If they don't have the advertising, they don't have a job. Right. Yeah. And so for me, that all always comes back to story yes. and, and it comes back to some of that preparation and training that we do in house. But you know, at the end of the day, you're only going to get somebody to do what you want them to do in two ways. You're going to either manipulate them or you're going to inspire them. Yep. So when they are talking to people that they want to potentially have on their show or interview, they are looking for inspiration. They're looking for a story that's going to motivate. It's going to cause action. It's going to be provocative. And that's what they want. They do not want a list of your accomplishments because at the end of the day, that comes back to manipulation versus being able to inspire their audience to tune mm -hmm. in next week. I love it. And then there's this other piece. So now you've gotten the spot there's, and I know that you actually, one of, one of the gifts that you're going to be providing is an awesome, um, tool, like a toolkit, a resource kit to share to people what you should be doing with these media hits after. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because yeah, again, absolutely. Like doing the piece is one thing, but how do you actually ROI on it? Yeah. So at the end of the day, how do you monetize that media? Yes. You know, how do you take that publicity and turn it into profit? Because without turning it into profit, without growing your audience, without growing your email list and making some traction and improvement in your business, at the end of the day, it really doesn't have much value. So you've got to take that publicity and turn it into profit. And the free, the, the complimentary gift that we're providing is based on um, my post publicity strategy. So whether you're on a podcast or you're being featured, or maybe let's say you've been featured in the past. How do you resurrect that feature? How do you in incorporate story and share it with your audience? So it comes down to what's the primary way that you communicate with your audience? Is that through your mm -hmm. email list? Is that through social media? You know, and so you have to look at it through that lens. But at the same time, what we're really doing is we're warming up your existing audience and preparing mm -hmm. them for the message of your media feature. So we're preparing them to fall in love with you. 
we're doing it through story. And what we're doing is we're, we're creating a series of stories that are going to warm them up for the message in that media. And what we're also doing is now see these new eyeballs and these new people are coming in and they're looking at you because yes. guess what? When you get featured in the media, people check out your social media. Like it, it just goes hand in hand. Yep. And so if we want them to become a Kelly fan and we want them to start into this nurture sequence, we've got to provide them information that's through a consistent lens. So in, immediately when they come into your world, they start to know, like, and trust you. I love it. I love it. So you guys click below and you're going to be able to get that, uh, the report right away. It'll take you to Brielle's site. You can download it and take a look at that. I mean, these, these resources that our partners are providing you are a cut above what you're seeing out there in the market. And that's not all. Brielle is also going to jump on the phone with you guys for a 30 minute um, kind of live QA hot seat. So if you have a story idea that you wanna pitch or if you have a publicity question you want to ask, you're gonna have the opportunity to do that with her. So the date and the time and the Zoom link is below. So make sure, come prepared, right? What do you want to know? If you have a story idea, she can tell you really quickly if that's going to actually fly or not with your ideal audience, or if it's going to get you the ROI that you want, that's her expertise. So make sure that you come prepared uh, for that. And thank you so much for offering that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm thrilled. I'm super excited. It's going to be awesome. All right, perfect. So you guys, I hope that you've enjoyed this. Media, again, is a great credibility builder. It is a great way to build brand awareness um, with your affluent clientele. And if you are wanting to talk more with Brielle, get to know her, follow her, click on her links below, connect with her on social media. Also, she is in the Marketing to Millionaire Success Circle. She will be available the day that this uh, interview airs and she can ask your questions. She can answer your questions. You can let her know what was the most valuable tip that you got out of this interview. You can ask her all the things that you want uh, in that thread on the day that her interview um, airs, which obviously is today if you're watching it. And uh, then also, of course, if you're in the Marketing to Millionaire's Business uh, Accelerator Program, you are going to have more Brielle to help you with your PR, uh, with your PR campaigns. So thank you so much. Anything you want to leave these guys with? No, you know, before we do our um, live session, I think another really important piece is to kind of evaluate where you are in PR. You know, are you just starting out? So I always say there's like three phases. So there's that local and regional, then there's the niche specific, and then there's that thought leader level. So kind of evaluating that as you come in so that you're prepared and you know that, um, that way we can really set a proper expectation, go through those stories and get you on your way out the door to grab some great publicity. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. You guys, again, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Marketing Millionaires Expert Summit. Join us in the Marketing Millionaire Success Circle, and we will continue the conversation. All right. Until our next episode, talk to you guys soon. Bye, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Marketing to Millionaires podcast. If you did, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, share this episode, and leave a raving review. 
Also, apply to join us in the complimentary Marketing the Millionaire Success Circle on Facebook. It's my private community where I hold weekly trainings, share resources, and collaborate with other high-performance entrepreneurs. I'll see you there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.